Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the stream. This is Gordon from uh, Grinning Goggle Gaming, and with me I have my awesome players uh, for our final uh, episode for the year. Uh, we will come back again early January at some point. I will post it when I have a better date. At this point, it is the great unknown. As normal, as usual, Alan as Xerxes, Mickey as Siren, Byron as Cyan, Peter as Corollas, Richard as Carcarius, and Neville as Beiru. When last we saw our heroes, they had survived, barely, another attack by the Sahagan. And as we rejoined them on the deck of the ship, um, the surviving dwarves are busy tossing bodies overboard, and you see old uh, Doris... Um, lift one up put it across her shoulders and just like give like a like a uh no like those weightlifters <laughs> just shrug it off the side of the and she's gone and dumped the baron basically um overboard the big the big fella and she kind of like follows it up with a, a nice big hocking spit and um you guys are now effectively with that out of combat and that is there anything else you wanted to do or are we just going to continue with the journey no i'm talking about while you're still on on the ship you're still a couple of days away from seaton itself yes that we oh sorry you're breaking up a little bit there richard i want to inspect the chest that we risked our lives for <laughs> you want to inspect it? Hmm. Yeah. Alright, so how are you, what 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 do you expect inspecting it for? I don't think we're allowed to open it. Uh, well I'm yeah, no I'm not opening, I'm just looking at the outside, seeing if there's any markings mm. or if I can tell what it's made of and why it's so heavy type thing without opening. I'm going to give you that information now. So I was just making a note of Alan's role for the other thing. Um, let's have a look what information I can give you. Just trying to get my notes. Do, 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 do. And so um, that's very interesting. I'm trying to figure out what I can ask you. Make me an investigation roll. Investigation or arcana if you are... Um... Yeah. <clears throat> They're going to be the same. <laughs> uh, you can't really tell. All you know is this thing seems to be unaffected by, you know, being half submerged in seawater. It's... There's no rust or any kind of degradation in whatever composite it's made out of. It's still shiny and blue. It's still heavy as fuck. <laughs> you can't see any anywhere. You know, it's, it, it, there doesn't seem to be a seam at all. It just seems to be every side is solid. There's not not even a place that you can even like try to pry open, basically. Hmm. Okay. What material? <clears throat> Uh, I don't know. Hmm. Make a nature check. Hmm. 
Nature or possibly history? Ooh, okay. Nope. <laughs> you guys have no idea what the hell this stuff is made out of. We're too weary from the battle. <laughs> apparently. Apparently so. Um, anything else you want to try with it? No, I'm good. Well, <clears throat> what, does it, might... what does it feel like? It's like cool and smooth. It doesn't even seem to be a, like any kind of a grain to it. What were you going to ask, Peter? If I thud it with my quarterstaff, does it make a metallic clank or a wooden thud? A metallic clank. So it's metallic. Well, yeah. it's made out of some sort of metal. Would I know of what metal it would be made out of? Natural history check. Do you not have something because you're a dwarf? There's something else, wasn't there? Stone. Stone cutting. Uh, stone. Well, well, I, well, I am a smith. Um, Make a history check. History check. I'm checking now which is the best. Uh, and I'll allow you to add your. Well, are you are you um, proficient in history? No. Okay, I'll allow you to add your proficiency bonus. You'll get a plus two to it. Oh, you're like I, a dwarf. I, I could have helped you. Could you? Yeah. Are you proficient? I haven't rolled it. In history, yeah. Fully proficient. Fully proficient in history. Well, <laughs> roll with advantage then and get your plus two. Okay. I'll, I'll put uh, plus two in the actively. <laughs> That's fine. All right, there that's not go. bad. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Mm-hmm. So with a twenty-one, you understand something about this metallurgy that is used to construct this uh, box. It seems to be some sort of alloy um, made out of what seems to you, if you if you if you look at it, um, it doesn't quite make sense. You know, mithril to be exquisitely lightweight that's why it's so prized and yet this box is heavy as fuck but you are damn certain that at least one of the metals in this alloy is mithril maybe to give it strength or to make it a bit easier to enchant the other material you're not certain of um but it almost seems to be otherworldly it does, it's nothing. Work. It's nothing that you've encountered as a dwarf. Okay. I'll relay this information to the group. Cool. Sorry, I have to try something quickly. Okay. Don't shoot it. <laughs> Ding. Ding. Did he even hit it? Yeah, he hit it. It's a safe no, 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 box. No, no, no. I'm not attacking anything. I just noticed something new in Fantasy Grounds Unity, and I just want to see what it does. Okay, it oh, doesn't do anything. The hands. Yeah. Because yes. in the offhand, it's not supposed to... It's not supposed to add your proficiency, proficiency. unless you've got... Yeah, unless you've got dual wielding, and yeah. it's added the proficiency to my oh, attack. Has it? 
uh, because yeah. it does change it if you've got a staff to two-handed uh, weapon stats. So that might yeah, be this dagger set is offhand, so it's not supposed to have hmm. okay. the proficiency bonus. Interesting. Must okay, sorry, I had to try that. There might be something under the options now for that. Unfortunately, that's something new that they've added that I was not even aware of. I don't see anything under the options, though. Yeah. Oh, well, we'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. um, I want to do some some studying on FTU this this December break to see all the new features. I will go through the manual. But anyway, so, yeah, you tell them about the composition of this chest's metal. Um, is there anything you guys want to do next? Drink. <laughs> Drink. Uh, I'm still going to be drinking downstairs. Well, the good Directly news is... After the, fight. the good news is the dwarves, um, they carry on with their watch through the night, uh, some of them, but the rest of them join you downstairs, and they do a very dwarven thing. They're basically holding a wake for all the sailors who lost their lives, and they are drinking. Some of them are drinking a little bit less than others because, well, they are on the next watch duty, but they are I'll drinking. I'll take it. Kitty Sirtis and myself are definitely joining them. Nobody, they don't care about anybody else, though. <laughs> they can do guard duty. <laughs> no, cool. Um, all righty. So, uh, anything else anybody wants to do, or shall we fast forward time? <coughs> I'm good with fast forwarding. No, yeah, so Awesome. So over the next two days, um, I want you to make, uh, during the daytime of the next day in particular, uh, I want you all to make a perception roll for me, because I'm assuming you're going to be a little bit on deck at some point. I want to see if you notice. I'll something. probably still still help with shifts when I can during the day. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, same. So, but, but perception rolls, everybody. Everybody. Oh, wow. <laughs> Poor Bims. What's the high rolls today? He's shocked that he almost died. <laughs> Alright. Wow, well, we're Has all Somebody today. not rolled? Yes, Siren. Nope. I food. Carcarius, you are the only one that notices it. Off on the horizon. Actually, wait. Let me see if the lookout notices it nope the lookout also misses it as you're busy watching the horizon you make out three sails three ships that seem to be heading in your direction but at a slight angle almost as if they are moving to intercept ships ahead Pirates. Immediately the after you say ahead. that, you hear the guy in the lookout go, ship's ahead! I'll just give him like a knowing glance that he fucked up. <laughs> Sorry, what was that, Byron? Can we presume we rested? Oh, yes, you have. Sorry, I just haven't done the, the clicky click. There we go. The party has taken the whole rest. Um, as, you, as you watch these ships... I mean, you're carrying on on your, you know, carrying on the course towards Seton. Um, as they start getting a little bit closer to you, um, 
you start picking out details um and as you you've brought out you know or, or brought it to the attention of the rest of the crew as well um you hear uh, captain Mulgar say um those are the duke ships uh, i wonder if they're coming to escort us in it's a it's a bit strange three of them and um he he starts speaking to one of his his crew members and you see this crew member runs off and a couple of minutes later he comes back on deck and he's got this box basically and as he opens it you see there's an assortment of flags and he takes out a couple of poles and you see he 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 balances himself on the rail and he starts fla making flags basically there's some sort of signs being exchanged who, Are you gonna say something? who's the who's the person in our group that knows like ships well there's no sign i'll lean over to sign it's like is he dancing to the other ships <laughs> Yes, it's um, it's a kind of dance that they use to communicate, much like birds. Okay, this is how what? ships mate. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you get little baby ships. Oh, <laughs> it really is beautiful. Baby ships, as I say, looking at the squat dwarf, like thrusting himself around. Um, beautiful but... wouldn't be the word I would choose, but okay, it's certainly interesting. Um, but you notice that there are some ships on the other side, and uh, Volgar has basically got you guys in a gaggle near him if you want to be, uh, and he's basically trans translating. He says, uh, "Those are the Duke's men. Apparently, there have been reports of pirates, or at least sea lord activity, sea prince activity, um, near Seaton, and they are on patrol. We have let them know that we are." Peaceful and on our way to port. Uh, as we're a single ship, uh, I think they believe our story, um, and <laughs> I think they also confirming that they recognize our ship having been in port with them at some point in the last couple of weeks. Um, and this communication goes on for a short time more, um, and then those ships start veering away. Wait, Captain, before you tell them goodbye, tell them we need an escort of one ship. We're on an especial mission from the Duke. Uh, oh, God. Why would we want to make that known? Don't tell them that. These are the Duke's men, aren't they? I want to gag, Cyan. <laughs> we don't know what we're running to. Maybe unpleasant people are on board. Are on board. So Walgar is standing there a little bit confused. He's like, so am I flagging them? No. Oh, Ignore him. Mm -mm. No. <laughs> well, all right, but if we're attacked by pirates, don't say it and say I told you so. If we're attacked by pirates, you're on the front line, as yeah. usual. <laughs> as usual. And, and you were right. So uh, the storm of the night before has pretty much abated, but it's still kind of overcast and there's a good wind that's assisting you guys uh, so you're making good time um you don't notice any other ships on your way except for when you start getting really close to seaton the next morning um as you're approaching the harbor um 
something that strikes you immediately is there are far fewer masts in the port than when you left. Um, as you get closer and you start getting, you know, um, waved down by the dock masters and things um, and assigned a berth, uh, the ships that you're seeing around you look mostly merchant vessels. Uh, you see some flying flags of some of the surrounding kingdoms and that. Um, interestingly, you, you guess that there's probably only about... 20% of the military vessels left in port at this point. It looks like the vast majority have been set to work, sent out. So whatever threat has, has happened, the Duke is taking it very seriously to send out most of the Navy. It looks like we may have missed something. Probably yes. more Sargon. Maybe. Um, as you, you know, as the, as the ship, you know, gets tied down and tied up, whatever you want to call it, um, Doris and good old Captain Walgard, deaf as he is, um, come stomping up to you and, like, shake your hands and, and say, it was a pleasure to have you on board. Uh, sorry about that mess with the Sahagan, um, but you are very lucky to have on board. Uh, first we survived the giant freaking octopus thing. <laughs> Not so much the Emperor of the Waves, but that's Ulbricht's business. My favor to him is done. Uh, and then your your assistance with, with the Sahagan. Um, you were supposed to stay in your cabin, but I feel you need a little bit of uh, compensation for that. And uh, Doris heaves a big sack a big coin pouch in your direction um and he says and walgar says uh we don't really have much use for this except for trading trading you know purposes uh but maybe you would you would have uh better use uh to you know, resupply yourselves etc uh and he basically hands you a hundred platinum pieces holy shit wow oh, thank yeah. you captain thank you thank you Take off your hand and say thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to give them um, Captain Wilgo my, my my captain's hat as a thank you. Good luck. Wasn't <laughs> it glued on? I've shaved. Yeah. No, I've cut my. I've cut it. I've cut all the hair attached. To the hat oh yeah, I did. Aren't you riding around like a monk now? Huh. Oh, no. I need someone to finish shaving it off. <laughs> so no, you basically leaving got it like that. Very badly done monk's tonsure. The, the hair going Basically, around the side. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. yeah, I need, to, I need someone to cut the rest off. But um, I kind of like bow slightly and present the hat to the captain as thanks. So it is, is the hair still attached to the inside of the hat? No, no, goodness, no. It's all, as you can see, it's all been shaved in a way. I've, I've shaved it all away with a very sharp knife for borrowed. But there's still like a little bit of stubble <laughs> in places. But um, Walgar is like, is, is is you can almost see like this this gruff, burly, very very deaf dwarf. There's a tear in his eye, and he says, "Nobody's ever given me a captain's hat before." <laughs> it is an honor, sir. He bows. Well on the oceans. 
And he, mm-hmm. as he as he raises his head again, he plops the head, the head, right again, the hat onto his head. He plops the head onto his hat. Whoops. <laughs> and he says, um, "If you ever find yourself sailing northern waters, uh, know that you have an ally sailing with you. If you ever see us, thank you, and know that Osprum is your ally." Can you just see the the old dwarf that was all tattered out in that? He just like guffaws from a slight distance away, and he says in a voice that is un not one that you've you haven't actually heard his speaking voice. All you've heard is his chanting voice, which was that gruff, weird voice. Um, it sort of reverberated as he was as he was casting whatever magics he was using and um his normal speaking voice is actually kind of high-pitched and he says you're darn tooting right goodbye i joke what and um he kind of like goes and makes himself busy somewhere else on the ship and and you guys are free to leave to disembark uh who is carrying the box Nope. I'll, I'll mage hand. I'll try. Oh, but... <laughs> Someone help me, please. Mage, <laughs> mage hand is not yeah, gonna help. help. I don't think mage no, hand. No, no, like two people are gonna carry it, but I'm gonna mage hand help them. <laughs> <laughs> Alan's mage hand is just that a guy that's helping lift, but there's too many people, so he's just got like two fingers he on just it. Wanted, yeah, absolutely. Agree. Uh, all right, yeah, so help. what is your combined so, strength then? Um, well, I've got a 13. Uh, so it's 23. Okay, brilliant. Okay, that's fine. So you're going to move a little bit slower, 10 feet slower. Um, where are you heading not, to not now? We're in this a hurry. Is, this, is, this is about <laughs> probably around 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock in the morning. Well, Straight we'll, forward, Rick. Yeah, <laughs> let's just get rid of this fucking heavy chest. I have Can't we get like a cart or something? Pretty sure this would break a cart. Just carry it. You guys are strong enough. Or a dolly. You, you can carry it. There's also there are some hand carts and things that you could perhaps uh, <clears throat> ask one of the dock workers to borrow. You... Is there an open hand cart nearby that we can just chuck it in? Sure. <laughs> without asking first to see if it breaks it. <clears throat> yeah, you put oh. it on. It 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 does creak a little bit. But you test it, and the wheels still go. So you think you it's, guys, it's definitely more comfortable. Do you guys think the Duke's married by now? Uh, one of the dock workers overhears you and says, Nah, Duke's not married. Yet. Okay. <laughs> Who are you married to? <clears throat> Didn't he say he was going to marry some girl? I don't remember that. <laughs> Not you, guys, you, you guys won't. No, Why? Mickey's remembering right. Yeah. Uh, there was a marriage proposal on the table. Yes. When you oh, yes, but wasn't it to a boy? No. Hmm. <clears throat> um, I was at the back of the party when we delivered. Right. So you guys are all heading off to Aubrey's place. Um... You are 
pretty much left alone. You can see in town as well, there are many guardsmen patrolling. Um, these aren't like normal, you know, town's guards that are you know, wearing you know, serviceable armor. It's kind of These guys are armed to the teeth. They're wearing heavy armor, some of them. Um, they there's definitely still that sense that the entire town or city actually uh is still on high alert um but as you're making your way through the town uh towards albrecht's place you're met at his door again by that very taciturn butler who eyeing the chest because he knows full well it is what it is he says quickly you fools get in here with that as he opens the door wide to let you all in Wow. And he, he like sticks his head out and looks up and down the street and then closes it and locks it. And he says, follow me. The master will be most pleased to see you. And he stomps off down the passageway directly to Ellen. Well, uh, Xerxes would remember this because you were the only one here, I think. Or was Corollas too? I'm trying to remember. I think Peter came with me the second time. Yeah. Um, so you guys would be familiar with the route taken to his, to Albrecht's study. Um, the rest of you guys have not met him yet, um, but as soon as you enter, you see he, you see this man. He's got like ink stains on his hand. He's busy reading what appears to be reports of some sort. Um, the furniture in this place is is old. Most of it is nice, but you can see it does look a little bit run down. The carpet should have been replaced years ago. Um, some of the, you know, like animal heads and stuff on the wall, decorating the wall are looking a little bit moth, moth eaten, but, uh, he stands up immediately and, you know, walks around the, t the desk and says, uh, quickly, quickly, put, put the, put the, de the, the, the chest right here on my desk, if you wouldn't mind. It'll can take we, a like, little bit of <laughs> Can we partially drop it on his desk? Sure. Yes. That. Like just me... as we get it, as we get it to like just over the desk, just let go. Uh, give me. Yeah, just to emphasize the weight. Give me strength um, checks. Whoever is dropping it, is it still Calcareous and Beirut carrying? Mm -hmm. Oh god, damn it! Helping. I was so close to fifteen. Go on, Neville. Paychan. <laughs> oh no! You guys try to lift it up. But you can't do it. <laughs> you they, just they drop it in front of the table. <laughs> it's going to be under the table. <laughs> <laughs> next to it. Next to it. And immediately, Albrecht, like, kneels down and he, like, runs a hand over it. And um, he whispers something. Would you guys like to give me uh, um, a perception check, please, for hearing? God damn. Wow. A one and a two, Richard. <laughs> yep. Two sixteens for Bims. What a perception, eh? Uh, 20 for oh, no. wow. Siren. Three sixteens. 21 for Siren. Nice. Wow. Xerxes a 16. A Beiru a 17. Flip. Those are some. Actually, Siren was a 16 on the dice. Bims, 2 to 16. Cyan is 16. Xerxes is 16. Okay, Beiru 15. And Corollas an 18. Well, the good news is everybody who's here for Carcarius <laughs> hears what is said. It is Tildavarius. 
and you see there's a seam of light that appears about not quite halfway let's say about uh, two-thirds of the way um, up the side of the box and you hear an audible almost like you know like on on, on um, sci-fi movies when an airlock unseals uh, you hear that kind of a, a, a exhalation of air and as he opens the box, you see that in these like nice, neat little black compartments are various documents. And you see some of them have very official-looking seals on them. Some of them have got um, like gold and silver wax on them as well. And he's he's he breathes a, like this heavy sigh of relief, and he says, "You guys have done well." What of what of the ship? What happened to the Emperor of the Waves? <laughs> I'll start laughing loud. <laughs> I'll tell it. What, what's he laughing at? Got attacked by a giant octopus and almost died. But not in- yeah, your your ship is no longer yours. It was infested with spiders and demons and that weird person. We will chalk that up to unfortunate events and perhaps I can file an insurance claim but um, (laughs) uh, nonetheless I am extremely pleased that you have managed to procure this and he closes the box again and he kind of just sits on it and he says it will take me a little bit of time a day or two to get your payment converted um but i'm a man of my word i think we we agreed to fifteen thousand gold pieces uh, yeah. i'll look at Xerxes. you're the one who made the deal percent of the title deed which amounts to approximately 15k so yeah i'm not saying i'm just saying that to the party so that everyone <clears> knows but uh, i'll just say to Aubrey, that is correct so what I'm going to do is I'm going to put this into the party sheet so long because I mean you will get paid this he's he's not gonna screw you guys out of it because you guys are friends with the duke well friends loosely speaking Um, he also now knows that we took on a kraken and won so he's and he's not the bravest soul Um, the butler the half-orc He's sort of just like standing there watching all this and um, like he's well he seems to be sort of pleased that his master's fortunes are back on the rise. You kind of get the impression that he's not pleased that his master's giving so much of his reclaimed fortune to you guys. But I'm gonna distribute this. More money. It's not wow. bad. I mean it's Holy seventeen shit. platinum pieces each. And then 2,500 gold pieces each. I have so much um, money. I think I think this is the most money Clacarius has seen in a very long time. Uh, Ever. The, the really difficult thing for you guys is how you're going to carry it all. <laughs> in platinum pieces. Luck- you can luck- get the wheelbarrow. No, luckily you guys do have a bag of holding. Um, 
And with that, remember last week I gave you the extra XP as well from completing Orbrex quest. So you yep. guys are officially level five as of this moment. Um, oh, now we get to try the level up button. So say that again. Sorry, I'm Alan. And, um, before we start doing turns for leveling up and oh, all that, don't don't yeah. wait 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 don't try the level up button. Do it the old-fashioned way, if possible. I have okay. backups of your characters from that I did now before we all logged on. But when we tried it on... It was at Sunday, hey, Mickey? Yeah. Yeah. It kind of fucked up a little bit. I don't know if it's because of those characters that were pre-made. So just be wary about using the new feature. Um, so before we start uh, leveling up and stuff, can I... Um, go and sell the stuff in the party sheets. Uh, well, you, you guys can do that. Basically, what we're moving into now is, <clears throat> excuse me, um, a period of downtime. Um, over this period of downtime, a few things are going to happen. You are going to be able to meet with the Duke. Um, you will then also be receiving your ship and your papers of mark. Um, you know, basically entitling you to whatever spoils, lesser percentage paid back to the crown um, for any pirate vessels that you come across and manage to defeat. Um, you are also given trading rights. Um, so you are not going to be accounted as smugglers if you are trading certain goods like metals, um, which are currently being kind of restricted. Um, another thing that's going to happen is, of course, your ship is going to be completely handed over to you, so you guys can go and explore that. Um, it's got a new paint job, it has all the upgrades, um, it is now still classed as a sailing ship, but you do have access to weaponry on that ship, so I'm going to make the Wave Piercer available to you guys. Um, and you guys basically have... Uh, I think it's on the front of the ship you have a ballista, and on the back of the ship you have a mangonel, which is basically a small catapult. Um, something to also keep in mind, the ship has a cargo capacity of 100 tons. All the early tons. Metric tons. Ship of holding. Because I have no idea, it just says tons. <laughs> Creature capacity, uh, the vessel has a crew of 30 and can carry 20 passengers. So basically the way this is going to work for now is the crew for one year and one day is going to be paid for by the Duke. Um, after that period, it is at your own expense to hire sailors. Um, part of that crew um, is of course a contingent of marines which are basically specialized fighters uh, or seaborne fighters um, so and then of course the 20 passengers will include you guys so you can afford you can afford to fit another 14 randos on your ship if you want um, is there anything else on no I don't think so 
Um, yeah, it's just that you can travel five miles per hour. You can travel basically 120 miles a day if the, the winds are in your favor. Awesome. All right. Um, so, yeah, do you guys want to go ahead and do your leveling up? Um, or shall we do that after I give you one more piece of information? Um, part of as part of your training and everything, or part of your downtime, should I say, while you're busy training, don't forget, and this is going to be a freaking pittance now, uh, please deduct 40 gold pieces each for your training costs. It's going to take 20 days, so you can, you basically have a month in port in the, or in the surrounds to get used to your ship. You're basically going to be doing some training exercises. Um, I will give you the information, but you guys that have specific positions, I'm trying to recall who was what. Um, the cook was Beirut. I, yeah. The surgeon, Carcarius. Quartermaster, Xerxes. Bosun is Cyan. The first mate is Siren. And mm -hmm. the captain, we say, well, I've got yeah, democracy, but I, I have no shared. idea. Was it shared? What is Corvillus' yeah. position? Second mate. Yeah. Yeah. Anchor. Anchor. <laughs> <laughs> ah, no. Best position. That's me. Best control. <laughs> Best control. Ah. All those spiders. Ah, grief. Oh, you could always be the chef's assistant. Cloak isn't adding the AC from the effect. No, it won't. It it will add it, however, when things attack you. Oh, really? So I don't have to add plus one to my AC? No, I don't think so. No, it, yeah, it should automatically do it when you get attacked. Okay, cool. If you want, I can have the um, ballista well, quickly. Oh, I was going to say, let me try stab him quick. Nah, ballista is more fun. Yeah, you see, yeah, defensive X plus one. All right. Um, you can't stab me. <laughs> at a point during your downtime, uh, Carcarius, I believe you carrying the speaking stone. Yes. It starts buzzing in your pocket. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Don't roll damage. Don't roll damage. Don't roll damage. <laughs> Testing out a dagger and gets a natural 20. There's your one good roll of the night. Gone, Ellen. <laughs> um oh of the game of the campaign <laughs> but basically as you as you're busy bedding down or waking up one morning rather um the stone starts buzzing and as you bring it out um you hear the court wizard um old uh what's his face old sean vale um, yeah. you hear his voice in your mind um and he says in a very snotty, snobby way. It has come to our attention that you have returned to port. Really? He travels fast? Really? This is the Duke's port. Do not think anything goes unnoticed here. What you are required to attend the Duke at your earliest convenience. I'll see you in 20 days. <laughs> <laughs> you better make it before 20 days. Right. He will expect you through the course of this day. 
We will be there. Am I I'm confused? Didn't we just see the Duke? No. No, we saw the guy we went to fetch the... Um, oh, the chest dude. Yeah. Albrecht is, is the merchant dude. Still hiding behind the party. <laughs> Where we go to the Duke. All right. Um, so do you guys want to handle that, or do you want to level up first? Level up. Level up. Okay. Go yeah, for level it. up. Let's level up. So you can ask me questions if you need with the leveling. Uh, I can say just make sure you deduct that gold. Do I get spells? Uh, uh, oh, destroy undead. I only get spell slots though. I actually get at this level. <laughs> yeah, you guys, I must, I must change the sounds now so that you guys are in dock. Where's this thing? Uh, where's this damn thing? Mm. Ah, there it is. Bard spells. Ooh. Um, Bums, does he level up or get HP? Uh, at level 5, he does actually get a little bit of HP. I'm trying to find my note for it. Did I put it as a separate one? Or it's a creature. Oh, cool. I can have him. I'm going to adjust Bims's now. Speak with dead, speak with clients. Non detection. Uh, roll a d4 for me, please, Ellen. Uh, tiny head. Oh, nice. So he gets a whole six points extra health. Fantastic. So basically at level 5, 10, 15, and 20, he's going to get a, um, a little bit of a health boost. Sick. Yeah, well, yeah, I can flick him dead, so... <laughs> yeah, now you well, have to flick him twice. Um, Cracky, I've just had a look at how much freaking money this party has. You guys need a gold sink of some sort. (laughs) I have a brand new castle I can show you. It has all the latest conveniences. Siren is saving her money <laughs> for a cool. special day. Neville? Holy shit, this is going to be fun. Are the coding effects up to date? Yes. For clock features. They are. Why? Because I can't find something in it. What are you looking for? <sighs> Beacon of Hope is going to be a fun spell. <clears throat> this spell bestows hope and vitality. Choose any number of creatures within range. For the duration, each target has advantage on wisdom saving throws and death saving throws. Nice. And regains maximum number of hit points for any his healing. Nice. Animal friendship. Wow. Cyan's not going to die. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm not able to add any um, spells. I go under level up, and then I go to spells, and there's nothing to add. Oh, no, no, don't, don't, don't use the level up thing. Don't use the level oh. up thing. It's broken. Did you did you already use it? Ew. Yeah, I changed my thing to five. I'll change it back to four. Yeah, do do the level up the old fashioned way. Uh, for now, just don't just don't click the save thing there. You can just click cancel, and it won't change anything. Um, yeah, your spells, What's the old fashioned method? Yeah, the old fashioned method, and then it will because it seems to be Five. not adding things under your abilities to like your new features and things. Um, if you level up that way, then with adding spells, you're just going to open up the spells tab from the library, and then. Uh, Oh, well. You keep on wasting your good rolls, Ellen. I get another spell. <laughs> um, Gordon, yeah. quick question. Under spells, when you can choose source, there's standard cleric, but then there's cleric new and cleric optional. And there's spirit shroud. Um, I believe that is coming from Tasha, which I okay. will allow you guys to use. Okay, so I can add that. I have four spells, but... Neville, I'm trying to find that thing for you as well, but I can't remember where it comes from exactly. Yeah, it's actually fine. It's part of Xanathar's. Is it not under the expanded spell list? No, no, no it's because it's, it's not a spell. It's not treated as a spell, so what I'm thinking of doing is I'll just take the normal spell and modify it. Yeah, I think that is actually what happens, eh? Yeah, but the thing is, it's... yeah. Okay. Now I'll sort it out. I'm just checking. I don't know what to pick. Ah, you idiot. Yeah, just just copy over the spell needle and just change its name. To what it actually is, yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh. otherwise it functions exactly the same. Yeah. It's just the, the other feature. Uh, you coming right there, Cyan? Byron, should I say? <laughs> Holy shit. Level 3 spells are potent for a cleric. Level 3 spells are potent for everyone. Yeah, true. Level 3, uh, level 5 is a is a biggie. Yeah, but I was just reading this life transference one. I take 48 damage and then give someone double that in health. Uh, that's one of the new spells. Yeah, I don't know, I just went and just click cleric I and it's, I'm it's Uh, yeah. yeah, you take 48 oh, no. necrotic, which could be painful. Oh, yeah. It's like a, a, a desperate maneuver. 
What do you mean? You know what? I don't think I have fast forwarded the calendar on this thing for a long time. So you guys are now effectively right in the the, the, the middle of summer. It is moon day, the third wheel sun. Is there a interaction? between sneak damage with four rogues and spells no the wording in sneak attack specifically states when you make a weapon attack fame death what No necromancy for me. Yeah, the attack must be use a finesse or ranged weapon, Anna. Okay. So, no, there is no sneak attack fireball. <laughs> fireball is, in effect, its own sneak attack. I'm re-rolling a character. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take old person. Where's it? Just... I'm trying to find because Ellen needs to pay over some money from his ill-gotten gains, but I don't seem to find it now. That's okay. Neville, uh, I need you to check something for me. I can't check it from my side, but I need to know if you can check it. Okay, give me two seconds. Shit, I don't know where the hell this is. Maybe it's under Xanathar. Uh, collapse all. Why aren't you collapsing everything? Downtime revisited. Damn, I can't find that thing, but I will. I will find it for you, Ellen, and tell you how much you need to deduct at some point, or I'll just cool. deduct it for you and inform you. Ha, ha, ha. So, Neville, what do you want me to look at? If I remember correctly, on your version of the party sheet, yeah, you can see all of our characters yeah. where you got our passive perceptions and that, yeah. and you also have our special senses. Do I now have a special sense there? Yes. You know what it is? Yes. Okay. I think so. Ah, <laughs> oh, so many options. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
and I need one more, one more thing for you to check up, and then that's it. During the downtime activities, yeah. it was one day to brew a healing potion. Which is the healing potion? That's a 10 day? Is that a superior healing potion, I think? Uh, you know, I literally just had it open, and I just closed it. That's part of downtime activities, I think. Crafting an item. Insight greed. Insight greed. Uh, seems a bit broken. Insight greed. Insight greed. I think that is. Uh, yeah, Neville. A greater healing potion is one work week and costs a hundred gold pieces. Um, insight greed is, I think, an acquisitions incorporated spell. You don't have access to those, I think, at this point. Okay. I just want to make double sure. Yeah. It looks pretty broken, though. Uh, all the Ekink spells are kind of broken. It's on purpose. Like, literally, every creature I can see, if they fail a wisdom saving throw, can't do shit. They just walk towards me and stare at, at a gem. They are effectively charmed. But it's as any creature you see within range. That's I like... think it's very similar to like the old. I don't think. I don't know if they have mass charm. Yeah, they know. Hey, yeah. It. Quick question. Sorry. Yeah. Um. To drag, must I drag all the level three spells over to my character? Yes. Yeah, that's the easiest way. And okay, then, thanks. Then Sorry. what you'll basically do is you'll go into preparation um, and then choose yeah. which ones you prepare, which should be your cleric level plus your um, yeah. I can prepare 10 spells plus I've got 4 ready. Yeah, yeah don't forget about your <laughs> 5 radius uh, domain. domain spells, yeah. So Neville, did you want to brew some of those? Yes, so just throw two on for me, because this was twenty days downtime, so and you said there there are hundred normally uh, so it's twenty like days downtime for your training, not for yep. brewing up potions. I used to brew potions while I was training. Not anymore. Mm. <laughs> like I said, you basically got thirty days of downtime. So 20 of those will be for um, training. The other 10 you can decide what you want to do with. Okay, let me ponder that. I'm finished leveling up so we can go see Duke and Yuki whenever. All right. I'm going to put a vote into the thing, into the chat. Naturally. Um, our good friend, the observer, is. <laughs> I'm just dragging over so we can start whenever. Cool. Let's just see here. Uh... Just one person. No, guys, I've got way too many options. <laughs> <laughs> what I'll do is, uh, you don't need to choose right now. What I'll do is, I'll leave the server open and you guys can peruse at your leisure. Something wrong here. 
I've got I've got it down to six. Wow. <laughs> Does Oceanus level up at all? Technically, what? no. Okay. So he's a someone we need to protect for the time being. <laughs> Oh, well, he's not that he squishy, eh? He has got yeah. No, he's decent. Hit points, I guess. Fifty points. Thirty. Thirty-three. Uh, that's a bit better. Almost, oh, almost got excited to put him in the front. There is something that I would like Oceanus to learn. Are you guys willing to oh. expend some of your treasure? to well technically oceanus should have gotten a cut of their treasure as well but uh, anyway um he got experience <laughs> no he didn't that's the problem no, no he, but... he got exposure to the world yeah experience not experience <laughs> points experience um which he is very grateful for but he also would like to learn the common tongue so if you would like, while you guys are training, he can use that time to acquire a new language. I just want to see what the costs are involved with it. Whatever the cost is, I'll cover it for him. Yeah, I'll put towards it as well. No, I'll okay. tell you. Hobby. Yeah. yeah I think basically only us that can speak to him at the moment. Yeah. And then I we'll still only well speak to him in, in Elvish Aquin. <laughs> Oh, I can speak Elvish. But you can't speak Aquin. Who wants to? <laughs> it's his native language. Who wants to speak to fish? He is a sea elf. Sea elf. His native <sighs> language is Elven. Uh, oh, is that his native language? Okay. Uh, I'm not Aquaman. Uh, hey? I don't want to speak to fish. No, it looks like they've changed the spell. <clears throat> it's possible with uh, Tasha that they might have done something like to that effect. Um, Richard, yeah, in in our our glorious campaign with green flame blades all over the place. Yeah, the green flame blade give one d six fire damage extra per yeah, every five levels at fifth level and higher. Yeah, I think or was so. it always one d eight? Because it's 1d8 now. No, I think it was no, 1d8. Yeah, it was 1d8. Was it always 1d8? Yeah, it's just at first level there were no extra damage things, and then you got yeah. the 1d8 later on. And then at fifth, okay, it's 1d8. Okay, I thought it, I thought for some reason I thought it was 1d6. Mm. All right, so you can learn a language with enough free time in the services of an instructor. Luckily, common is a common language, so there are plenty of instructors. Um, typically takes 10 work weeks shit okay this is but reduced it's by a number of work weeks equal to the character's intelligence modifier training costs 25 gold pieces per work week so what is how smart is Oceanus Eleven, so he gets no modifier. <laughs> but I tell you what, because he actually is like a very devoted. Uh, would you like to roll an intelligence check for me, please, uh, Richard, for Oceanus okay. using Oceanus's stats? 
Oh wow. <laughs> Apparently he is a very stubborn student. He's stupid. <laughs> um, so we'll say that he's going to get started. But it's going to be very rough, and he's not going to be happy, and he's going to act like a petulant child the whole time he's busy learning. So while you guys uh -huh. are busy training and expanding your minds and that, he's just running around like a sullen teenager bitching about having to learn crap, even though he <laughs> wanted to do it. Um, and it costs 25 gold pieces per work week, so... I'm, I'm, I was kind of tempted to use 20 of inspiration for that, but fuck it. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, I could if you want. No, but I know my luck, and if I do that, it's still not going to be great, so let, let him suffer. Well, listen, if you roll a 12, it's going to be a plus one bonus, so that means it's going to be minus one week, which means it's going to be minus 25 gold. Yeah. So, it's your choice. You could use it and maybe get a higher roll, or not use it and save it for yourself for when it might be very useful. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'll save it for something more useful. All right, so it's going to cost you the full 250 gold pieces. So if you're splitting the costs two ways, 125 gold pieces each. Cool. Uh, Mickey, are you sorted? Yeah. Peter? Yes, I just changed my... I had to do it manually. My unarmed strike. Yeah. From a D four to a D six. But you got it you got it sorted. Yeah. Cool. Just right click clear add D six. Awesome. I should have added D twenty. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um so who has not ticked? Me. Because you're still picking spells. Yeah, so which one should I take? Yeah, like I say, you can you can Fireball. you can do that. It's your, he's already got to that one, I think. <laughs> you just drag them all over, though. No, not not with sorcerer. Oh no, no, sorry. Oh, sorry. Okay, four. Uh, four left. <laughs> Counter spell. Okay, two left. Fuck it. Counter spell or psionic blast. What's the damage of psionic blast? 5d8 force damage, 30 foot cone. Counter spell can come in handy. So sonic is, um, is sonic plus force damage. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's, are, uh, that's nice if something is immune to fire. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess is, is that a stab? the fuck uh, just testing to make sure all the effects work yolo <laughs> is that all effects you can do at once no. oh. then i can just as well retire my eyes are burning everyone does this my biggest damage is this <laughs> Alright, I give yeah, that. But, but you get to attack three times. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I, I, I have an extra attack now, so I can do 1d8 oh. twice, and then I can do the flurry of uh, 
blows is three, which is d6s. Uh, I, yeah. can, I can do that a few times. Yeah, so. but, I, I, but I burn a key point every time I do it. All so right, I need to smoke more weed. So basically, what's going to happen now is you guys are going to go to Chatty Chatty to the Dookie Dookie. My height. <laughs> Give me a stealth roll, Siren, since you're hiding behind people. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's why. <laughs> so, as you guys make your way, I assume during the same... Uh, I've already done Bims's HP. It still says 7 here. It does? On the combat tracker. Yeah, the combat tracker doesn't automatically adjust, but... Oh. Ta-da! Of course, it's not a linked yeah. thing. All right, it's fixed. Um, so you guys basically, the same day you get the message, you guys are going up to see the Duke. Yeah. Yes. All right. Um, I just realized something. I'm missing a note. Two seconds. I my damn book. Oh shit. Sorry folks, please be patient. The DM has lost his shit. I think I've I've gonna put something on top of it. Aha. Alright. So <clears throat> as you make your way up to the Ducal <coughs> Castle um again you see this heavy military presence you see the walls are manned um you also notice um a couple of other things you know those scorch marks and things that had uh you know uh, marred the walls and made them darker uh some of them somebody's made an effort to try and scrub them to try get the stone looking a little bit cleaner but in general, it's like a small little patch, maybe 10 feet that has been done. So it's just like brings more attention to how dirty the rest of the walls are. Um, as you are led in, you see that there are not as many of the normal courtiers and things around in that, that, that waiting chamber that you waited in last time. Um, there are no common folk here. Everybody around you is somebody of means. It's either noblemen or wealthy uh, merchant lords. Um, and there is definitely a heavy presence. You see uh, several knights uh, loitering around. Um, whether those knights are like landed nobles or if they're just knights, you know, uh, like cavalry members in the employee of the Duke, you're not certain. Um, though some of them you do see... Uh, in addition to the Duke's coat of arms, they are also wearing like sh shields, for example. They've got shields near them um, that have their personal devices on. But once again, you're not certain um, what the connection is. Um, as you are waiting around, the good Lord Sharnvale... <laughs> Dressed in his long flowing black robes, his black skull cap, his bristly beard, 
he starts coming towards you, marching out of the ducal chambers, the audience chambers. Uh, the, the heavy butt of the staff thudding as he comes towards you. And he gives you a slight nod as he says, The Duke has been expecting you. Follow me. And he swirls with his robes and starts stomping back into the audience chamber, not looking back, just naturally assuming that you will fall and step behind him. Do you do so? Um, Just before we do so, Mm -hmm. I'm going to cast a spell. Wish. Okay. (laughs) Wish. No. No, I I think wish because we had a fancy, fancy cape. Oh, whoosh. Check my character sheet. Last spell. Last one. Let me open it. It looks so funny with all these hands now. Mm-hmm. Um, so you would have done that before getting into this place. Mm-hmm. All right. Very well. Can, uh, I, can we see Bailey doing something funny? Or is he just funny as normal? Um, you would definitely notice him playing with a piece of string, possibly, and a bit of wood, and mumbling something under his breath. So he's acting like normal. If you mm. are proficient on Arcana, you can no. make me an Arcana check. No, I'm not. <laughs> but that sounds like Bayre, playing with string and <laughs> mumbling something. Weird shit. <laughs> yes. All right. So Nobody doing an Arcana check on me. Cool. Do you want yeah. someone to do it? There's only one person that's proficient. But that's probably me, ain't it? <laughs> that's true. Sure, sure, I'll do it. Just give you peace of mind. Okay. Siren. Oh, wait. <laughs> I'm going to whisper this to you. Okay. Seeing as I'm in the back, it kind of makes sense and I catch all of this. I'm just going to use my... Vicious quarter style oh. as a walking stick. <laughs> I still hide. Um, all right. So as you're brought into the audience chamber, um, again the same thing. There are not many people in here. You notice some familiar faces. Um, again, you see old Applegate standing close to the Duke, um, whispering uh, to another gentleman who you do not recognize. You see Lord Redford is there. And the Duke is currently busy reading something. He seems to have, like, on this ducal throne, there's, uh, like, an attachment that has been put across his lap that's sort of like a like a, a writing desk, a mobile writing desk. And he's sitting there, and he has some documents. One is in his hand, and you see he's checking something below. But he looks up as he hears the approaching thudding um, of Sean Vale's heavy sta- staff on the the, t- the the flagstones of the hall. Um, and he motions to a servant to take this desk um, away. Um, and he stands up and he st- no, takes a couple of steps down from the dais, but he does not get to the actual floor. He's standing on the very last step. Uh, and he puts his hands on his hips and he says, You have returned victorious, apparently, from your little expedition with the dwarves. 
Not little Birdie told me that you've come away quite wealthy as well. Not enough. You're lucky that this was done before you had your official paperwork. And um, he motions with his hand and you see old uh, uh, Sean Vale grab some of the papers from that, that, that table that this page is busy holding off to the side. Um, these have been folded. And you see it has a red piece of wax that has a ducal stamp um, on it. And he bows and hands it to the duke. And the duke, um, holding it in his hand, he says, These are your official papers. I suggest you put them somewhere safe. Uh, if you are ever approached by one of my ships, or should I say the Navy of Kierland, um, you will be provided, or your ship already has a special unique flag that you are to raise that will identify you as one of my personal privateers. This document, if you are pressed by officials who will not take any other answer, you may provide them this document and they will break the seal. It will work only once, but these are your letters of mark. These letters give you legal justification for hunting down any pirates that you find in Kierlin's waters. And if I'm to be perfectly honest, I wouldn't mind if you clean up the waters that's outside of our territorial claims as well. Just make sure that you don't go picking any fights in Sea Prince territory. Uh, if you are caught there, these papers will do you no good. In fact, it is probably a very surefire way to get yourselves hung. So, consider it as blessing and a curse in some ways, depending on where you find yourselves. Um, the terms are, as usual, 50%. Any bounty that you take from these pirate vessels, 50% of it will be paid over as taxes. Um, this is to pay for the costs of the marines and the various upgrades that have been done to your ship uh, in the king's name. But I have another task for you. And I'm sure you will agree that you are in my debt. You may have heard there has been an increase in pirate activity. You will have noticed, no doubt, that the fleet is out on patrol. We have already destroyed several vessels, um, including a bunch of smugglers um, that had apparently been awaiting friends near Saltmarsh. Um, their ship is now resting at the bottom of the Azure Sea. But there is an unusual tale. I need you to investigate something for me. Um, you have most likely heard about it in your travels, or at least seen it on a map somewhere. You have heard of Abbey Isle? Yes? No? Maybe? No. I don't believe no. I have. No. It's, it's, it's just to the southwest of Saltmarsh. It's not a very large island. Um, it's mostly unapproachable as uh, it's surrounded by steep cliffs 
Um, there are a few easier paths, but no large ships can really get near it. Uh, one of my patrols uh, came across three pirate vessels um, anchored just offshore. Apparently, some of their number had made landfall. Uh, a battle ensued, ensued, not ensured, ensued, um, and the ships were sunk. Um, my captains sent some marines to the shore, um, but could find no sign of them. In fact, when they attempted to penetrate the interior of the island, uh, the sands themselves came alive with some sort of undead monstrosities. And as he's saying this, he looks purposefully at you, Carcarius, and Cyan. I know that some of your group are clerics. What is of concern to me is there are there is another outpost on that island, an abbey of sorts, though we haven't heard anything from them. Uh, it is my fear that the abbey has perhaps been ransacked um, by these pirates. I require you to go and investigate. You are to leave immediately. Well, that we can do. I mean, if there's an abbey in trouble, we'll definitely help it out. Aren't we doing downtime? No, you will be doing downtime, don't worry. Okay. Um, I'm just saying this, this, we'll say this happens at some point during your training, or just near the end of your training. Um, but he says you are to hunt down any of the escaped pirates. Um, on the island as well. I want them to be made an example of. Um, in addition to finding out what happened to the clerics, I need you to scout the island to some degree. Um, make sure there's no other pockets of unrest or anything. It's a little bit, like I said, we have not actually had much contact with the isle and its current status is unknown to us. Uh, but I would very much like to build a secondary outpost there. And light post, a light post, let me try it again. A lighthouse <laughs> is one of my ideas I'm toying with. The other idea, because of its defensive nature, is to build some small, sort of small keep or fortress um, on the isle um, and perhaps change or try to find a safer reef or some 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 sort of manner um for ships to dock with the isle and use it as a resupply outpost for any future campaigns against the sea princes um this is in accordance with the king's wishes of course but mostly it's because i would dearly love to remove every single one of the scum from the seas do you accept this commission Oh, I look around at everyone. Anyone got objections? I think it's a good idea. It'll make the sea safer for the sailors. Oh, no more offerings. If you accept, I will also sweeten your purses with 2,000 gold pieces if you are successful. Mm. I think that's fair. <laughs> Well, no, we are welcome. welcome that, but I mean, <laughs> they were doing this for the good, but yes, thank you. Uh. 
He says, one of the surviving marines who managed to get off of the island um, is currently in Seton recovering from his wounds. Um, I suggest you make your way to him and have a bit of a chat with him. Perhaps he can offer you some additional insights uh, from what he learned while he was there. Um, he's a gruff man, uh, quite old, but um, a fierce fighter nonetheless. Easily recognizable by his red and yellow kilt. Do not laugh at him, he will kill you. His name is Major Ursa, and you can find him down at the Mariner's quarters down near the docks. Um, one last thing. And he calls Lord Redford over. And he says, Is their ship ready? Fully stocked and ready to depart? Has it been allocated a portion of marines and sailors? And Lord Redford nods his head and, of course, my leech, everything has been seen to as you wished. Um, and he kind of takes a step back again. And then the Duke faces you all again and he says, I name you the King's Privateers. And mine, to a lesser effect. But you have been given this opportunity and you have been given the ship, the Wave Piercer. I am told you have asked for its name to be changed. Um, you will find it freshly painted, freshly outfitted, freshly manned down in the harbor. Uh, they are expecting you. Um, the sergeant in charge of the Marines um, will meet you down at the docks when you are ready to depart. His name is Ives, I-V-E-S. If you want to make a note of it. Um, and with that, the Duke says, return as quickly as you can. But remember, I want to know what's going on in that island. And if you find any pirate scum, remove them. You have my authority to use whatever force necessary. Of course, your duteiness. <laughs> <laughs> I try my best to be so serious. Yeah, but then you forget that we have Cyan. <laughs> um, Cyan, you feel a strange tickling sensation on your nearly bald pate. Um, no, I think at this point I've, I've, I've shaved it all off. So yes, it is a bit tender. <laughs> it feels more like something is softly caressing you. I lean into it, like, <laughs> like, like holds your face, I kind of like tilt my head into it. Ah, awesome. So, um, with that, I think well, this... Wait, I'd like to whisper, like, kind of like upwards, I'd like to whisper, Osprey. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. Would anybody like to respond to that? Nope. I'm, no, I'm, I'm just gonna hang my head in shame. The Duke has thankfully got his back turned to you while this is happening, heading back up towards his seat. Um, and he turns around and he 
makes a gesture with his hands as if to say, you are uh, dismissed. And you're, you start getting ushered out as something slaps you slightly. Uh, you assume in response to your uh, questioning, Cyan. Wait, where do they slap me? On your head. Same place. Um, I giggle. <laughs> so, um, all right, guys, it is a little bit past half past. Um, I know that some of us have other things to do. Uh, I just want to say thank you very much, guys, for an absolutely awesome year. Um, we are going to get right back into things uh, in January sometime. I will confirm the dates with you guys. Um, to everybody who's been listening in on the podcast and on the streams and that, thank you very much for your support as well. Of course, tell your friends and family about us. Um, yeah, just a shout out to everybody. Continue to be awesome. Continue to be safe. Um, and we will see you guys in 2021. Though, uh, just as a slight addendum, there is a very strong possibility that we might run some sort of holiday-themed last Christmas module at some point between now and Christmas as well. I will announce it on Twitter and Facebook and, uh, of course, on Twitch itself. Uh, so stay tuned. Thank you very much, everybody. And we will see you next week. I don't know if you guys want to say goodbye to everybody. Bye-bye. Just bye. Goodbye, everyone. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thank you. Good night.